Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Christian. And I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. I'm uncomfortable. I'm on a I'm on a camping chair because I'm next to uh my nephew, uh Nick. We found out this weekend that we are long the back the bitches. <laughs> Cause uh, I guess I guess he was trying on clothes and you know his shirts always come up short just like I do or mine do, and uh, I guess Lens- Leslie called him a long back bitch, and then uh, we we realized that we have tiny little legs and very long torsos, and we're just oddly shaped people. Uh, Nick's legs represent ten percent of his body. He's very it's a lot of vertebrae in there, and so yeah, that's what we have to live with. I made I made more <laughs> I made more fun of our girlfriends than uh, than ourselves really because they, they they saw some long back bitches and were like I need to get some of that <laughs> <laughs> like I need to have kids with those freaks wow long back G and continues you know it can't be stopped it can't be stopped dude it can't has its advantages stopped. and disadvantages for sure anyway yeah. video games. Yeah, I suppose. Amanda, welcome back. Thanks, man. It feels great to be back. It's been a it's been a long, long fucking time. Uh, yeah, I the last time I was on here, I was all the way in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and now I'm over in Seattle, Washington. So it's been a bit of trip. Saw a lot of like mud pools and <laughs> and stinky sulfur pools over in like Yellowstone and stuff. Got to see a bunch of bison, which I never saw. Didn't get to have any cowboy oysters which is what i wanted to try have you guys ever tried cowboy oysters prairie oysters Uh, Mm, maybe they're prairie oysters rocky mountain rocky mountain oysters oysters yeah i've always known them as but no they're balls they're balls i've tried them they're so good dude (laughs) you have i love bull balls in the balls (laughs) yeah bison balls to be exact bison balls i figured if there was one place to uh take some balls to the face it would probably be where all the bison live um but no they weren't serving it i did have a bison burger though and that was delicious but man bison burgers whenever i have them they're like i'm like what is this cut with they're like it's 15 percent bison 85 beef i'm like why am i paying five extra dollars i don't like this ratio is terrible it's because you're getting that out. That sweet, sweet Alberta beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Famous. The famous Alberta beef. That's Sniper's fucking stripper name. Alberta beef. <laughs> hey, don't dox me, dude. Fridays and Saturday nights. <laughs> That's right. Come on down to the uh, the prairie oyster hole in the wall. <laughs> Alberta <laughs> beef next on the stage. Nice. Yeah. Well, these things have nothing to do with video games, but this is a video game podcast, so let's get right into it. We can get into On the Radar. Uh, I'm going to start uh, with some Driftwood, uh, which is a game where it's a high-speed, downhill, longboarding game where you are a sloth named Eddie, and <laughs> you are skateboarding and racing. Um this game is $12, which I do feel like is probably $6 too many. So hoping that this game goes to Game Pass. Um, however, it does, especially if it goes to Game Pass or if it's on sale, it does look like one of those fun 
just kind of, you know, you're drunk, you're stoned, you're, you're you know, you're tired and you just kind of want something silly and fun and just really nice. Um, you know, this this is what this game looks like to me, at least, because, yeah, you're a sloth wearing like a hoodie and a beanie and shit and vans and just riding your skateboard uh, through these beautiful landscapes. And it seems like it would be perfect for like Steam Deck or a controller. And like I said, that kind of like late night mindless relaxing kind of a game because it does look like you basically try to beat your time that you've been um you know like that has taken you to get through the course like you're kind of beating your own time it doesn't seem to be like you're racing or anything like that it just kind of seems to be like I said a, a chill and relaxing kind of game where the center of it is you're a sloth who is skateboarding <laughs> on the road it looks nice pastels yeah. Yeah, it looks uh it looks pretty pretty neat. Looks like they've got all kinds of different landscape and you're trying to find the perfect balance of speed and control. It seems like a pretty simple game. It's also got a single publisher and developer, Stoked Sloth Interactive. So this seems like a a troll or a one-off. Maybe it's not a troll, maybe somebody was like I really really need to make Jet Set Radio Future with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but only the elements of riding a skateboard, and it's got to be a sloth. <laughs> so, was this was this on your uh, like things you may like page? Oh, on my um, on my Q? discovery like queue. Suggested games. Oh yeah. yeah, you know it. Yeah, you know Dude, it. That's what all the Steam weird has shit figured is. you out, bro. It's yeah, like they have. we know Amanda. Yeah. Oh yeah, they like the weird shit that like nobody else maybe wants to play. Send that to that bitch because she. The last it. game that Days played only only sold sixteen <laughs> copies. This one's selling fourteen. Days is number. 15. Are we, we got not? It. I mean, are we not an indie podcast group though? Like, I've got to bring oh, you yeah. to indie games. I think we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> this is some indie weird stuff. They call it sports racing. I don't see how, but it looks very <laughs> it looks very chill, very fun very nice like i said i'm i'm not sure if i'm sold that it's worth 12 dollars um but if it goes on sale or even better if it goes to game pass then fuck yeah i'm gonna get this because this looks like the kind of game that you know you eat an edible or you get drunk and and then just like want something soothing and fun before you go to bed this seems like that kind of game i don't think you're taking this seriously amanda this is a sport this isn't a drunk or high type of game this is competitive sloth downhill longboard <laughs> racing and frankly, your flipping attitude around Driftwood has me concerned. <laughs> the competitive nature of the game is articulated on well, the Steam page. 95% positive. Those are hardcore racers. Yes. Yeah. 127 users have rated it 95% positive. It came out on June 1st. Uh, yeah. I mean, it does look fun. You know, it's got action, exploration. You got customer or character customization. So you can make a sloth look a little different. But see, the thing is, is to me, it's not as incredibly competitive when it's just you competing against yourself. You know, I guess. Well, I guess it depends how competitive you are. Right. Like. But. Just be better know. than that the sloth is... you were yesterday. That's the. That's true. You've yeah. got to be better than the sloth you were yesterday. And that's very, <laughs> very, very true. It's always good to progress and not regress, right? It's all about progression. Um, so that was Driftwood. And, uh, you know, not progression, but let's go back a little bit and talk some more about more Star Wars. So, Bobby, tell me about Star Wars Outlaws. <laughs> Star Wars Outlaws. So the trailer dropped today. We're recording this on a Sunday. 
and we released the episode on a Tuesday. So by the time you hear this, there's going to be more information about this game. As of right now, all we know is it's an open world Star Wars game. And Ubisoft keeps marketing it as the first open world Star Wars game, which I find kind of odd. That can't be true, right? There's been a million Star Wars games. Motherfucking liars. Star Wars Galaxy's Restoration, you know, that's an open world Star Wars game. Yeah, I mean, they they released a trailer. It's like, I don't know, a minute or two. um, And there's very few details about the game itself. Other than that, it is open world. That's a very loose and vague term. It could mean a lot of things. Um, But the trailer is out today. Tomorrow, 1 p.m. Pacific, I believe, they are going to be showing gameplay and sharing more details about the game. So I'll be tuning in for that. And it's, I mean, it's another Star Wars game, man. I'm always happy to see that. I just, the, the problem with a Star Wars brand for me is that it's a big brand. So every game that they come out, is just like some console with all the edges some console piece of trash with all the edges shaved off you know something that's meant to appeal to children and the broadest audience possible there's nothing interesting about them um yeah so i don't know it uh, this could be just like that but you know i i'm open i'm open to the idea (laughs) it could be a good star wars game so those last two weren't too bad the jedi games um so they did say one thing that I do know about the game is that it's set between movie five and six. Yeah, it happens in between Empire and Return of the Jedi. So a little bit of uh, Shadows of the Empire. Was that the one on N64 or whatever that Nintendo console was? Really popular game. You know, Prince Zizor and uh, probably not pronouncing that right. Dash Rendar. I'm thinking of two different I might be yeah. thinking of no, it was it was I am right. It was Shadows of the Empire. It was based on the book. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good spot for t- uh, storytelling right there. Is between those two. Um, um, was that uh, that came out on the Xbox uh, thing? The Xbox um, showcase. Yep. Showcase. Yep. Oh, okay. So um, that was Star Wars out. What outlaws? You fucking take. How can I do segues if you're making these things disappear so fast, man? I won't take I have them the off until I won't take them I have the off memory anymore. and and uh, of a fruit I'm done. fly. I'm done with your shit. I won't take. I won't take them off anymore, dude. Okay, no more fucking complaining. I'm not going to touch. Well, that the was list. some Star Wars game. I can't read it anymore. That was some Star Wars game. Another thing <laughs> unveiled at the Xbox game. Uh, the Xbox uh, thing was uh, Starfield. So uh, Nick and I just watched the trailers. Um, I guess there's two, but they're very, very close. Um, might as well be one. And um, I mean, it looks good. It looks like um, Fallout in space uh, plus shipbuilding. Um, they say they're gonna. They're looking like at a thousand planets. They're going for. Um, there's definitely aliens. Can confirm that. Um, their most, their biggest character creator ever. Uh, just a wild variety of, of uh, characters that you can make for yourself. Um, there's also eight minutes of, uh, around eight minutes of gameplay. Uh, we actually didn't get along uh, around to watching that, uh, unfortunately. So more on the, I think I'll put it on my radar for next week as well. But um, so far it's looking good. Uh, I don't know why I put it on a counter pick on my, uh, not a counter pick as that's what it is. Counter pick, right? Sniper. 
yeah, basically I'm betting that it was going to do poorly. Maybe I was drunk when I put it, but now I'm, I'm, I'm backing down. I don't know if I can take that off. But we'll see. You're talking about your video game fantasy league. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick uh, just I'm... picked the pube off of the mic that we're sharing. <laughs> Disconcerting. <You're> beautiful. <laughs> I'm excited for Starfield as well. I think that it's going to, I mean, even if it, I'd see, I'm biased though. Like I adore Bethesda. So I'm already kind of like primed to want to play this right when it comes out, day one launch. Did you already see who's in the game? No, because my thing a lot of times with with the Bethesda games, because part of, I like, I believe that so many games, at least for myself, get ruined because I get overhyped about it. And so I try to like, get little nuggets of things like i definitely have seen that starfield has like so much exploration that a lot of people are saying that it's like fallout in space which is getting me excited but i don't want to watch too much gameplay and have too Mm -hmm. much uh expectations because i really really do enjoy going in with almost like virgin eyes and just like having it be like the first time of playing this game and so i mean it served me really well for uh fallout 76 did not serve me well for elder scrolls online but <laughs> nick's about to spoil it <laughs> what i what i will say is there's a character with blonde hair from oblivion who's back with the same voice actor. oh god damn it. all right well i was i was holding on to that yeah i actually like i nick i pulled up the article that talks about it because uh, we've got to we'll, we'll see that later because we've got a listener question that actually is related and that's that's one of the things i want to i want to bring up i did see that though nick so i'm very excited for all the little like easter eggs that i'm sure bethesda is going to bring because they tend to do or they tend to do that stuff like i wonder if somebody's going to be like oh i used to be a starship trooper until i took an asteroid to the knee <laughs> you know? oh my god dude no <laughs> no we'll see <laughs> well that was uh starfield and another thing that has to do with stars and fields is uh space marine 2 uh there was another game show the earlier this week that talked about the game um and they had a newer trailer out and they revealed something that's pretty big uh, with the game, pretty different from the first one. The first one had gameplay, like PvP gameplay, uh, but this one is co-op up to three players for the story. And you can also customize your characters, too. So that's a big deal. Um, I I believe you can customize your co-op characters, which I think is pointing to the idea that you can play online against other people as well. I don't see why they wouldn't do that. Um, not too much to talk about as far as the like combat or anything else from like what we've already seen. It's hack and slash and shooty shooty and jumpy jumpy. Uh, very quick gameplay, uh, you know, tides of enemies and then like elites. But uh, so far, so good. It's a day one buy for me, obviously. But um, I think even Emilio is going to check it out. He said he played the first one, so he's probably going to play the second one. Looks dope. It almost reminded me yeah. a, a hot minute of uh, Gears of War. Does it play at all like that? So it is third person, but there is no cover. Um, I believe okay. there's like adaptive cover when you get close to like a uh, to like a wall or something, and then like your guy will like get close to it. But these games are like all about like you gain health from melee and things like that. So, and if it's exactly the same as the first one, then yeah, you want to shoot, 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 run, run, and then and then a melee when you're low on health. But we'll see. We haven't seen any of the UI. That's the other thing. All the gameplay has been UI-less. And it's uh, Tyranids this time instead of what instead of Orcs that it was last time. So, yeah, a lot of meat fodder, a lot of aliens to kill. Um, what is one of their sayings that they say? Die, 
die every die everybody else. <laughs> I can't even think, I can't even think of a fucking quote right now. Uh, oh, we did. Oh, never mind. Um, so that was Space Marines two, but what's bigger than two? Three, as in payday three. You guys are killing me with these segues. <laughs> you love it. Painful. Payday three. We <laughs> talked about this a while back. We knew it was coming, but now we have a release date and a Steam page. Still no gameplay footage um, and not a lot of even just still images. Um, but we do have a price. It's going to be $40. It's coming out in September 2023. And they are going to have um, pre-purchase bonuses and a season pass, it looks like. So you can spend up to $90. Uh, this is $90 USD, by the way, not Canadian. And you can get the season pass for a year and um, I believe early access, like three days early access to this. So I absolutely love the payday games. Of course, I'm looking forward to this. Probably going to pick it up, you know, probably just the base game. Um, it's very rare that I pre-purchase stuff, although this habit of give, <laughs> giving early access to games for pre-purchase, sometimes, you know, that worked for me with Diablo, but um, I don't know if it'll work on payday three. It, it'll be nice to start fresh with a new game because they really smothered payday two to death with all the DLC and just reworking all the the talent trees and everything it just it, it was such a great game that just it, it I, I don't know i feel like they kind of ruined it um from what i from, from what i hope 883 is I, I think it's the same thing as far as what bobby's hoping as well where they take away all the fluff where you can't just take like 1700 bullets to the face and live because you have like these perks and like I think they should kind of go back to their roots. I love the Payday series. I played, I think, over 400 hours of Payday 2. Um, so I look forward for Payday 3 coming out and hopefully being the same. What I will hope is that um, if they do the pre-order early access thing, is that you get to keep your character like Diablo. Because some companies, they'll do like the pre-order, get it early, and then your character wipes when the actual release date comes out. So if that's the case, I'm not going to pre-order I doubt that would be the case, especially when you're only getting access three days early. I, I doubt they're going to do. Wipes. Okay, yeah, I didn't. Really, I forgot it was three days. My bad. Yeah, no, they're definitely going to let you keep yeah. your shit. Well, that was a concern with Killing Floor too. So when that came out in early access, I think back in 2015, it spent a lot of time in early access, and they weren't clear on whether or not they were going to wipe uh, character progress. Um, eventually, they announced they weren't, and they didn't, which was really nice, but. Um, it was it was unclear it, for like months. I want to say people were just like, you know, and that's that game takes a while to level characters, so it was kind of a big deal. But yeah, payday three September twenty twenty three forty bucks. Go ahead and segue that, Bobby. Okay, yeah. and another game to talk about is Killer Frequency. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude! I'm not gonna play that your game. That was such a killer. That was such a killer segue. God, that's such a. We now know the so fucking shit. To we do. now know the source of Bobby's fucking ice pick headaches. It's our goddamn segues. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh man. Well, you know, the last thing you would want is an ice pick to the head. And so, I mean, in killer frequency, I don't know if you could do that to somebody, but maybe because this is a horror puzzle game set in 1987, very slasher vibes, but I love the, um, I love the graphics of it. It's that, it's that very, uh, 
sorry it's the very like borderlands like shader pixel art or whatever and, and i think it just looks really dope and kind of interesting and nice for like a first person horror puzzle game you know you are a radio talk show host in a small town and all the callers are being stalked by a mysterious killer and so you're trying to basically kind of like figure it out who it is um this is brought to you by team 17 which are the same people that made uh before we leave and dredge and uh i want to say marauders actually they also did um and so it's so far got very positive ratings it's 95 percent out of 356 people uh it came out june 1st and so it's supposed to be just like a really immersive interactive and kind of spoopy um puzzle game that might be really cool to figure out and to do uh, and so right now it's got a 20 percent off introductory offer until june 15th where it's 20 dollars um, so probably a little bit more decals, but it is supposed to be, like I said, a really cool and unique uh, first-person narrative, and just this uh, game that you're that you're dealing with callers while they're getting stalked by somebody trying to kill them in a very, I don't know, to me like a very Jason Voorhees kind of fashion, and uh, just your classic '80s slasher, which I don't I like that. It's cool. What is the scariest? F okay, if it's too deep, don't say it. But what is the scariest phone call you've ever gotten, where someone has just been like breathing on the other end, or you know, trying to fuck with you? I don't think I've gotten too scary of phone calls, so maybe that's why. Like this game would probably really fuck me up. <laughs> any any really scary text messages, maybe? Because I don't really answer I don't... my phone that much. <laughs> I don't think I've ever admitted this or told this story before, but um. Back before there was even a name for this, I got catfished pretty hard. Uh, there was a gay guy at work that I guess really liked me. Um, pretend he had a female friend, uh, showed me pictures of her, but it was not a real person, and gave me her phone number, which was his like burner line. Yep, and we ended up having phone sex a few times. It was pretty awesome, I thought, and then uh, yeah, found out she wasn't real. That kind of sucked. It was him. It was him. Oh, okay, that so you is missed savage. That part that's yeah. uh god damn dude that's traumatizing in a way okay cool must have been a <laughs> voice you couldn't tell through the dude, during the it was ama like amazing he was so good at it wow it's the only reason i didn't kick his ass <laughs> i was like, <laughs> <laughs> like all right word i appreciate the uh like, the talent i guess sometimes you want to destroy something beautiful but not today <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I do well, want to. I wanted to interject one more uh, that I forgot to do. Uh, the Amnesia, the new Amnesia game is called Amnesia something, and uh, it got bunker? a nine. Yeah, the bunker. It got a ninety percent on uh, PC Gamer. I read the. Re I actually read the review, guys, and he said it's the best horror game he's ever played. Wow. Um, so he was saying uh, that it's not just run and hide anymore. Uh, there's one creature that's following you, and it lives in the walls, of course. And um, you can do things to slow it down. And so you have this base that you're in that where you're safe. And you can go out in short spurts and set up a series of traps in a row. And it's kind of like a puzzle game in that way so that you can get to your objective. So... There's uh, there's actually thinking. It's not just hide, running and hiding. It's like active 
active trapping, I guess. Well, um, and anyway, it, it sounded like... amazing for somebody who could has the testicular fortitude. Maybe I should call that gay guy that. <laughs> <laughs> he probably has more balls than I do. Yeah. So this uh, is set in a World War One bunker. Yeah, I and guess it so. says survival depends on finding tools, crafting items, and keeping the lights on. Yeah, hmm. sounds pretty fucking good. Amnesia uh, was pretty the original. damn scary, though, especially if the monsters are in the fucking walls. So no wonder yeah. you can't hide. Because like, <laughs> for the people who don't watch this live, by the way, or don't watch the YouTube, uh, Amanda's face was just pure disgust and fear during the description <laughs> of "It Lives in the Walls." She was like, "Oh." <laughs> As soon yeah. as you said that, I was like, nope. I mean, I can't even get past the beginner room anyway from normal amnesia, let alone like extra spicy amnesia. But shit, man, if it's in the walls, that is terrifying. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it. I'll watch somebody if I can. Yeah, if somebody wants to stream that, I'll, I'll watch it. But I'm having my popcorn and my cat nearby and like my like happy pillow because I can't handle that shit. <laughs> If somebody's streaming, I'll have somebody take a picture of that stream and bring it over to me, and then I'll look at the picture of you just trying to get as far away from the actual gameplay as possible. Bobby is right, though. It was the original Run and Hide game, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the one that started the uh, the genre. I mean, maybe it wasn't yeah. the first one, but it definitely was the most popular, the originally most popular one that popularized the genre. All right. Well, that's everything on the radar. Let's talk about the games we have been playing. Let's kick it off with Diablo 4. I know a lot of us have been playing that. I've been Ugh, playing nothing Jesus but this. Jesus Christ, dude. Diablo 4. Diablo 4. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> Don't you find it a little odd that? that you're like the only person in the world not playing this game, Christian? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. I'm going to play my Civilization game where I could command my 13th <laughs> child to be sacrificed to the Athenians for 20,000 gold. Uh, I know Emilio's compressor's not on. (laughs) (laughs) But no, um, have you guys gotten to the hell cinematic yet or no? I don't know. I skip them all. Dude, no, it's like a cinematic cinematic. It's not like an in-game one. Like, it's a movie. Uh, You you should watch it online if you skipped it. I don't know. I'm playing a video game, not watching a movie, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, You bastard. See, I'm I'm doing it completely opposite of Bobby. Like, I just just started playing, um, and I'm playing with a friend, and we're going through it together. Uh, We actually played it on PlayStation 5, and I want to take a moment to talk about the amazing crossplay and how incredibly seamless it is to join in Mm. with anybody on anything. Um, which is like mind blowing to me. I was able to log into my battle net on PlayStation five and play my character that is in the DLG clan, but a new character I'm making a Druid and I'm calling it my care bear. Uh, druid <laughs> Cause I'm just coming in as a, as a wear bear, just slaughtering shit. Um, but caringly, you know, in a very, very <laughs> sweet way. Uh, we're going to hell, but we're going to hell together, boys. So we're good. <laughs> so, yeah, a big old bear hug right before, you know, as uh, as beautiful John Voight said in Anaconda, you get the pleasure to feel your bones explode. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing uh, as my care bear. But, yeah, I, I was really, really impressed that I was able to join. And it's just, like, super easy. I'll be able to get back and play that same character that I made on PlayStation 5 with my friend while he's playing on PlayStation 5. I'll be able to play on my PC. And it was just, like, effortless to join in and 
move that through and it was just it was great like i was really really impressed with that i don't know shit about playing playstation or xbox i'm a pc gamer so like that's that was my thing but i felt like it was really um easy and it was very plug and play uh for diablo 4 uh, on a playstation 5 with my own characters from pc which is dope i thought that was like the fucking future is awesome (laughs) so uh days i've only heard myth and legend about this DLG clan are, are the rest are, Bobby are you in it now I am yeah and, and okay. that's one thing that's really nice I'm the only the clan one system. okay well you Got can it. request to join or someone can send you an invite but it is kind of nice being in the clan it brings back the feeling from the old wow days where you just hop on and there was a there was a social circle to it in your clan because of the clan chat and you would see achievements that people are getting so you know about where they're at in the game but i I really do enjoy that because it's all the people from discord it's uh, like a lot of the dlg community everybody's playing this game everyone except christian so it's you know it's it's just fun to have that social aspect to the game i have been playing i I took a couple days off of work um not it worked out but i didn't take it because of diablo 4 but it did work out and i was able to play quite a bit and uh, I think it was Pyronically. I was saying, hey, it's too late. You need to go to bed. I'm like, dude, you don't tell me when to go to bed, Dad. <laughs> Bobby, it's 930 at night. You need to go to bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's it, – I'm having a good time with it. it. It got fun right around level 40 for me because up until then, it was just like a lot of grinding, leveling. That's about when you finish the story campaign, which you know I don't really care much about. I, I couldn't even tell you who Lilith is. Is Lilith Diablo? Is that what's going on here? Oh my god! I know it's a pretty basic. The daughter of hatred. Okay. She's the she's the daughter of hatred that. um, And who's hatred? I don't want to spoil too much, but she like was summoned, uh, and yeah, uh, you're. I think you're trying to fight her. I don't know. Like I said, I just I did. I haven't played too much, and I am the opposite of you, Bobby. I'm looking forward to the cinematics and the story, and I'm watching all of it. I'm sure it's good. They put a lot of. I can tell they put a lot into it. So I'm just not. I don't enjoy that aspect of the game at all. Um, What I do enjoy is just get (laughs) leveling up and getting super strong and getting good gear. Like it's. I'm playing a whirlwind barbarian, so I'm basically just a blender. Right? You're embodying your character. That's what it is. You don't even. (laughs) read yeah yeah (laughs) exactly i I just just smash things i don't i don't even try to understand them dude does that bring a smile to your face when you're like ah they spent 40 million dollars on cut scenes and then you press space bar whatever to skip and you're like (laughs) no in in fact i wish there was a mod that would let me skip it all but i i'm glad that they did because i'm sure there's people out there that are really enjoying it um, yeah, like I, me. I, I think I did pay attention to the story in Diablo three. I couldn't tell you a thing about it. I mean, Diablo is the bad guy. Someone had to remind me on the podcast, like someone messaged me after an episode of the podcast years ago that Diablo was a woman because I, didn't, I, I had completely blacked that out. Apparently when I played Diablo three, Diablo was um, Megan, uh, the transformer, Megan, that model. What's her name? Megan from, uh, oh, Megan, Fox. Megan Fox, Megan Fox, that, did you guys see that? She's in. No. Nope. She's Diablo or Lo- she's someone. She's Lilith. She plays <laughs> she a new, is somebody. A new bad guy. Uh, like voices her. Or they play... in a commercial the... at least. Oh, okay. Maybe the model. Oh. Maybe. Dude, and this is they are really advertising yeah. this game, which I find very interesting. Like it's reached outside of video games. Like I've heard people at in my department at work talking about this, and I don't know if they're really gamers or not, but it's just like. 
this is a huge game. Uh, somebody in Discord was posting pictures of billboards in New York. New York. KFC yeah. has this. Um, if you look on the Diablo 4 Reddit, like there's the, the most hilarious posts on Facebook about uh, people, you know, usually down in the South, the Bible Belt, uh, getting really upset about KFC doing this tie-in with um, Diablo 4 and, you know, seeing it as a sign of the end times. Like, it's a little on the nose for a sign of the end times, if you ask me, if it was, but okay. <laughs> but I love those yeah. people. They're like, oh, you're fine, Diablo. Okay, I get it. I'll play the game. That's all right. <laughs> um, but no, no, but dude, I thought it me... was... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I was okay. going to say... Uh, like, no, no, no. Go ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead. Amanda, <laughs> I'm I'm going to throw a, a rock at you through the internet. Um. So me, me and Emilio were watching uh, the UFC fights. We had some people over to include my parents, and my it's like the the commercial before the main fight, and it's like we need you to save us. Please save us. We're gonna die. And then all of a sudden, it's like Diablo Four. And my mom's like, "What movie is that?" And she thought it was an actual fucking movie. And I'm like, mom, it's a video game. It's a really good one. And she's like, yeah. oh my God. The game's huge. And it's something like a billion copies or something. I mean, I, not literally a billion, but probably. A really good um, game. <laughs> really good. <laughs> really good. They're, uh, they're really I, I mean, I got to hand it to them. As many people that are playing the game, like I haven't had a lot of technical issues or server issues. They've had they've had some, but they've been, they've been fairly minor for a release this big. I mean, it's pretty unheard of for a game this big to come out and like servers not to just like die immediately. Yeah. And just um, brick. Yeah. So I, I think it's all actually, you know, I've had lag, I've, I've had some disconnects, but overall it's been a really good experience technically. I was watching yeah. uh, hot ones. Um, but it's not, yeah. Hot ones, right? Yeah. Where they eat the, the chicken wings and they do interviews. I've been watching it for years and, uh, the last dab, which is always the last hot sauce, has been replaced by Lilith's Rage. And they did like a 30, 30 second monologue about the, this, you know, saving what? your taste buds from the. I was like, damn, dude, they must have came with that long money. Also, uh, ACG was talking about like how much they came at him for with uh, promotional, like where you promote our thing. He said, had he accepted he probably could have taken the rest of the year off that's how much like they offered him but he's very like very very adamant about how he, he doesn't get swayed by money or whatever so i don't know if he doesn't do any paid or... activations that's awesome cool he he every time somebody does a paid gives him a copy he buys a copy and gives away the free copy to his Oh, so that's that his super money's cool, on dude. the line too. That's awesome. Yeah, he's very hardcore about that. Like, it's like one guy besides us that we you can trust. Um, <laughs> besides that, <laughs> go to our Patreon and uh, donate money for no reason. No, I'm kidding. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, they're reaching for people outside of the normal game dumb, and it seems to be working. <laughs> I love how Bobby heard people talking about Diablo Four at the uh, at the water cooler at work and. Just no interest in talking to him about it. Just like I don't know if they're gamers or not. Just walks away. Oh, dude, no, Skip. I'm not gonna, I'm not Skip. gonna open that up, bro. I will, because <laughs> I will just unload on that. I always like talk like... to people. Uh, -uh. <laughs> I'll hear, I'll hear somebody say one thing, like uh, I, then I push this button, and I'll be like, "Are you a gamer?" And like, no, dude, yeah. I'm talking about my cell phone. It has a button on it. 
Yeah. Well, uh, even well, with Diablo, I feel like a lot of people are playing it in different ways. Like it, even on this podcast, because like I, I feel like you guys are like in it for the story. And, you know, I know the people at work are probably playing it that way as well because they don't have like the free time I do. They got kids and all that. So I, I don't think they're going as hardcore as I am. Like I'm uh, I'm getting up there, dude. Like I'm 72, level 72. And, but that's what I enjoy about Diablo. And that's what I was really hoping for the end game with Diablo four. I was hoping that it had what Diablo three had. Basically all I want to do is be like the mechanic in the auto shop, just like souping up the car. The actual driving the car isn't the most exciting part for me. It's really just the time in the shop, like tweaking all the parts and getting everything uh, just right. So do that's, you have that that's analogy? Was that a planned analogy, this mechanic? No, thing? it kind of, I, I think because as I've been playing Diablo, I just listened to a ton of podcasts. So I listened to the uh, How Did This Get Made podcast on the Fast and the Furious because they've been doing all those movies because of the new one coming out. So I think that's why I'm thinking of cars here. But really my analogy is the blender because I'm playing the whirlwind barb so I'm, I'm in the shop tinkering with the blender just seeing how, how <laughs> <laughs> what's that youtube you channel will it blend through. where they just blend uh, like yeah. car batteries or something you know just like the yep. most random stuff you yeah. get tired of it bobby just whirlwinding all the time it's not engaging gameplay um i was watching a stream <laughs> and i also have a friend who's playing a rogue and that is a lot more you actually have to pay attention like for me i just smash my shouts and then i just hold right click and i try to keep my fury up and it's yeah it's not a whole but if you're playing a barbarian i feel like that's the way to go but i don't know i like it that was the whole plan that's what i wanted to do i think it's going to be a long time before i start a new character just because that initial it took me so long to get to the point like Go back to last week and listen to me talk about the game. It didn't sound like I was having fun because I really wasn't I would, just yep. yet. But um, it, it didn't, like I said, it happened at around level 40 when I finished the story mode. And then I actually started paying attention to my gear. Like Then, then it got fun for me. So that's what, what I enjoy. And, you know, in Diablo 3, you could pretty much level somebody up like in less than a day, I, I think. I, I remember like creating a de demon hunter. And just even with randos, just jumping into games, they would clear it. I'd get a ton of XP, just level, level, level. And then I could start farming for my gear after that. Like you get going pretty quick. Um, it, eventually, maybe Diablo 4 will be like that. Uh, I've played with some other members of our community. Um, so one of our members, he has, uh, he, he was smart. He has one account that he's playing single player, doing the whole story thing. And then another account that he's going to use with friends. And that one he doesn't care about. So he jumped on that one. And in probably an hour, I leveled him from like 20 to 27. And for me, it took a long time to do that, just solo playing. But I, I think you can power level. However, you do need to do the story. Like it is kind of required to do all those quests because that's what gives you access to uh, Nightmare Dungeons, the Mount, like a lot of things. So it does gate you in that way. Um but yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still happy tinkering with my barb. It's going to be a long time before I level cap too, because 100 and somebody posted on Reddit the a graphic of how the XP scales. And it's just like, dude, once you hit after 70, and I'm feeling it now that I'm over 70, it takes a long time just to get one level. So Jeez. it's it's going to take me a while. Dude, but it's um, all arbitrary and levels don't matter, right, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen like any of the UI conferences 
where they talk about like how they design UI elements on purpose to trick people's brains into thinking like the loading bar is going faster than it is. Like when something's 70% loaded, it'll be at 30% to you. And then when it's 80%, it'll jump up to like 90 on the bar. Just like I never trust like loading that. bars in general because they never seem accurate. Yeah. I don't know. And they do load during cutscenes, which is interesting because I thought there was some patent on that because that's the best idea ever, right? Like play a cutscene, load the next level in the background. Um, but I feel like you don't see that on a whole lot of games. And then I remember seeing some YouTube video about why that was. And it was because like some company was holding a patent on it and just sitting on the patent. Um, but they do do that because I skip them or I try to skip them. Sometimes it'll say, actually, you need to watch this until the next thing loads. So I have been exposed to a little bit of story in this game. Unfortunately, well, that's, yeah. that's where your headaches are actually coming from, right? <laughs> yes. Cause you had to be exposed to story. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. that it's I'd like that. You're starting to have fun though. Cause I'm not going to lie. I was listening to the last two episodes that I missed uh, at, at my new job and and I was like, damn, am I even going to enjoy Diablo 4 after listening to your review, Bobby? <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, you cannot played... <laughs> trust me. You know how I play games. I like ring them for every little drop. Yeah, it's yeah. just I do not play games like most people do. But well, I, I am having a good time. Did you like your time, Amanda? Did I like Did I like my time? Your time with, a, for, with uh, Diablo 4. Have you been oh, enjoying it? I... I've been really enjoying it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I wouldn't mind for this to get going so that way I can play Diablo 4. After this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I really am playing yeah. Diablo 4 after this. We're the yeah, only so... ones who can't be playing and listening at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I, I really love it. But I, I am a sucker for story. That's like my fucking jam. And I think that the way that they've done the cinematics and the way that they have started to tell the story is just fantastic uh and really lovely and and so that's been really fun and it's been cool for me it was kind of the opposite with coworkers than bobby as well is that like my my manager in the middle of training was like i'm really sorry uh i have been staying up all night playing diablo 4 and so i'm tired <laughs> like talking to him he's a dm for a dnd group at the lab and he like the way that he's talking about his character it does remind me of you bobby because he's just like he's breaking down all these builds and trees and like how he's using different gear to maximize the amount of his stats so that way then he can just clear shit um with his i want to say he picked a rogue but um so it's been pretty fun talking to uh, most of the people I work with are gamers, which is super new and awesome to me because um, a lot of people I work with aren't really into gaming, which you would think in a laboratory would be like a mecca for nerds, but apparently only only here. But <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Diablo 4 has taken over like our lab as well. And so like everybody's been kind of talking about it, which has been awesome. But I've been really having fun with it and enjoying it. Nice. Well, if anyone wants to join the DLG clan in Diablo 4, you can actually search for clans. So if you search for Digital Logic with a K, maybe even DLG, it should show up. It'll be pretty obvious that that's the one. Nice. Yeah, come join our clan. Yeah. Speaking of nerdy stuff, um, Nick brought a whole backpack full of magic, uh, the gathering stuff. Uh, D&D stuff, and we only just, because we have two toddlers, uh, they've been getting along kind of okay, um, and uh, they're they're a handful, so 
today was our first day and we actually played three games of commander today uh point the um, mic at your mouth there we can't hear you too well yeah and this is the longest it. it'd be easier if you the... guys don't just move it if you just like twist it you know what i'm saying um, use two hands and you twist it and go up and down super slowly. gay dude yeah okay <laughs> no teeth a lot of tongue got it um so Nailed uh it. This you is the longest from that name. catfishing, dude. So we have a list that we go down, right? And we, uh, you know, we put things on there and we read about it. We go down the list if you haven't put that together. But this, I think, is the longest name of anything I've ever put on there. So it's Magic the Gathering, Warhammer 40K, Pre-Constructed Commander Decks. That's a, yeah, that's a thing. And uh, they're pretty fucking sweet. So um, I guess, uh, yeah, they took the ip of 40k because they whore themselves out to anybody who has two dollars to rub together and magic the other snatched that up put it into a commander deck and i would think because they came out with four of them you could get all four for like 190 dollars. i saw on amazon um i thought oh you could just fight them against each other but no they you can go to like um any any commander uh tournament yeah, that they accept them, and you can play against regular Magic cards. But they do have the art of uh, Warhammer 40K, and they'll take regular Magic cards and reskin them as uh, Warhammer 40K cards. And so that's pretty sweet. Uh, we ended up playing uh, a best of three, which I won two of. And uh, I, he, I, I just constantly beat him with his own cards, but it, it's good. So the Savage. other thing is that uh, for those who don't know, there's Lord of the Rings cards coming out and they are um, insane as far as like what they what they um, what's being advertised. So they um, Wizards of the Coast has partnered with the Tolkien estate and they're doing a one of one ring in Black Speech in foil. And there will be one in the world and it's already being like offered for like two hundred and fifty thousand to like a million dollars for it. Um the other thing is that a bunch of the cards make giant artwork. And so if you buy like the collector series, uh, you can put them in a frame and it, and it becomes like a giant, like the battle of Rohan and things like that. So it's pretty rad. Um, there's uh, booster packs that have different cards. And then there's um, uh, the actual commander decks and there's going to be four as well. There's the elves, there's the hobbits and, and other friends there's the Riders of Rohan, and then there's the Dark Forces of Sauron. So, it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, that was Magic the Gathering Warhammer. 40k pre-constructed decks. <laughs> <laughs> but what about Battle Sister, which is actually also 40, 40k? Um, so, today I got to live my dream of being in the Warhammer 40k universe. Um, yes. The other thing is that I haven't played much VR in a while. Uh, Emilio's going to go pee for those who don't know. So I get to talk for a while now. Um, um, this game is decent. Um, I'm not going to say it's the best VR game ever made, obviously. Uh, the controls are a little interesting. You have two holsters, and then you have a like a scabbard on your back. So you can really only carry two guns. You pretty much carry unlimited ammo. Um, but the game is interesting on how you move. You can either move with the joystick or you can teleport. Um, the teleporting is a little wonky because you kind of have to like hold the teleport button down, but that also makes you turn your face super quick. It's like one of those like quarter turns 
immediately for like all kinds of like fighting games and stuff like that. So it's a little wonky on the controls, but like even Leslie played it. She's like having a shit ton of fun. She didn't want to stop playing. She was like, can I just keep playing? And I'm like, no, we all have to play. <laughs> um, so it was really fun. I know uh, days we actually used your family account for this. one. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I was, I was going to bring it up a bit. Yeah. Cause I was curious if, if you did the teleporter, if you just moved with the joystick, I was using the joystick to move around more fluidly. Cause yeah, I agree. The teleport thing is, uh, kind of fucked me up a few times doing it that way. Well, the, the, the one thing is like I teleported one time and I just got into the middle of like 80 dudes and got shot to shit. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, what I will say is that Emilio has a quite a spacious mini garage that he does VR in. And it's actually really nice because you can like look around corners and walk and stuff a little bit. So it's pretty red. Um, Perfect. But do you think, do you have you played it since or how far did you get? Uh, I mean, I think I got like an hour or two in um, mostly mm. just because it is so much action. And typically I like to do the teleport thing on VR games because uh, I tend to get more nauseous quicker when I'm just doing the fluid motion of things. And so that was kind of my issue with Battle Sisters is that after like killing quite a few mobs, I was like, fuck, I have like a headache and I'm starting to feel nauseous. And so I couldn't keep playing. So the damn body, <laughs> damn body gets in the way. <laughs> I was sad to see when I looked down that I didn't have like armor on. It was just like a black shirt. And I was like, this is whack. Yeah, it was, it was pretty whack. <laughs> I will say I this game has one fun. I thought it was fun too. Um, what Les? So we let Leslie play first because that's her army that she plays in real life, and that's oh, all the nice. models she has. And the game starts, and there's just like it's in the middle of a battlefield, and like two knights are fighting, and she's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> she's like, "Holy shit!" And Amelia's like, "This is insane!" And we were just all like gawking at the game. So it, it is was a lot it's of intense. fun. Yeah, I think it's only fifteen bucks, right, or twenty? Like it's pretty. cheap. I mean, I think it's worth it because it is fun. It 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 like kind of reminds me of if i were to play something like doom in vr with really good graphics and it's warhammer so like it the story's solid too so like it i do i did really enjoy the game like i said i just really wish my body wasn't such a limiting factor with it <laughs> oh uh one thing that amelia wants me to mention is that i accidentally punched leslie in the face um i would have the vr on <laughs> yeah i had the vr on and the game, uh, the index does not tell you when someone so, someone or something has is moving in your bubble. And so they're like, oh, use the force push. Use the force push. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like trying to figure this out. And I just pushed my hand forward and I pushed her right in the face. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, honey. She's like, you're an asshole. I'm like, I couldn't see you, dude. Wow. But um, That's going to be a funny story to explain to the cops. Leslie's <laughs> like, right. he punched me yesterday in the garage. Um, but no, the game is great. I feel really bad for punching Leslie. Uh, it's like I said, it is only $20. Um, I think it's pretty long. Uh, it's got a 93, uh, for recent reviews and a 70 for all reviews. Uh, but then again, the review amount is 16 to 348. So not the widest range of reviews. Um, I'd give it probably like a 81. So yeah, 81. I'd agree with that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty solid. It's a fun game. Um, we stopped playing that because um, we had some, what do you call it, uh, domestic violence. So we're like, let's go with something <laughs> a little, a little uh, 
less hardcore. So we went with Angry Birds VR. I think I played it off with John's Carl. Um, and it's exactly what it says on the tin. Uh, but it's pretty fucking fun. Uh, what separates it, other than being in VR, uh, you can also um, change the angle you attack the pigs from. So there's like, you can't like walk around their castle, but you can teleport to pre-selected uh points of view and shoot your birds from there and uh yeah you know it's it's the old thing that we all love trying to knock it all down with one bird um and try to figure how that goes eventually process of a limb it's like do i stay here for five minutes and figure out which block gives me three stars or do i just go to the next one um but it's like nine out of ten on steam um i think i'll play it some more um I did do, I've talked about this a bit with VR before. I did do the like party trick thing with it, like showing people that have never don't even have the concept of VR, like older people. And they were just blown away. Um, my new first thing to start people on is the kayak game. I forget what it's called. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, right. it's like once you get it all set up for them, you just like sit here and paddle. Anybody can do it. And it's beautiful, and you look down, and is it kayak? It's Mirage or Kayak Mirage? I think it's yeah, Kayak, I think it's kayak, kayak Mirage. Yeah, I like how VR mirage, games VR. are named like Atari Twenty Six Hundred games. It's just like yeah. combat VR, except they have VR at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> like they just yeah, have the most simple you know. names. Um, yeah, that's a beautiful game. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, uh, no, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, I had a good time with it. I could recommend it. Uh, hopefully, it's not too much. Uh, let's see here. Looking at. Looking up. Money, uh, 15 money. bucks. Yeah, totally. Yeah, money, do money, it. money, money, money. Do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was Angry uh, Birds. There's a bunch of Angry Birds in Seattle, I've heard. Uh, well, I'm not sure if there's a ton of angry birds. There's definitely a lot of seagulls and stuff. But yeah, as I had mentioned earlier at the top of the show that like I moved to Seattle, I actually drove across the country with Tag Lauro and I wanted to put a highlight on there because one of the things that we did while we were driving is like it, it all started when we were in some bump. I think it was Belafouche fucking south dakota or something i don't know it was in iowa or south dakota i think it was in south dakota we saw anaconda with jennifer lopez in it and then we were watching um how did this get made podcast about these things which were hilarious but when we got into seattle tag loro showed me this movie called sleepaway camp which I think has become my new favorite fucking movie. And if any of y'all have not seen it, oh my God, you need to. You need to. Oh, don't skip ahead too much, Christian. Yeah, I, I linked the actual movie. The whole movie is free on YouTube. And that's what I linked was the, the very free movie. It's a 80s slasher. It's like the classic slasher. Um, but I also wanted to bring it up because like, have you guys ever gone to like a summer camp for where I'm from? Like, we just call it summer camp. We never call it sleepaway camp, but it's very much this without all the murder. <laughs> yeah. I went to summer camp every year. Okay. So you I, call it no summer one was camp. In the woods. No one was murdered. I live pretty close to the woods. Yeah. But yeah uh yeah that was the thing to do summer camp if someone called it sleepaway camp though i would be very sus of them i don't think i would trust them. 
Yeah. That's how I felt because like Tag Laurel was like, "Oh, have you ever been to a sleepaway camp?" And I was like, "What the fuck is that? Who am I like, traveling with?" Sleep- <laughs> and fucking Uh-oh. sleepaway camp sounds like where you get murdered for yeah, fun. Exactly. Like that's where well- you, like, you're rolling a like a four out of six for murder. Yeah. yeah. This movie is like is hilarious. Uh, that just the costumes alone, you guys should watch it. Uh, spoiler: there's not that much costumes. It's like all speedos, <laughs> so it's so ridiculous. Um, I loved it though. I thought it was so funny. And they have like three other sequels as well. Two of them are by a different director, and then like the fourth sequel, it, or the fourth whatever rendition of it is the same director they bring them all back there's like a massive twist at the end of this movie it's ridiculous go watch it and it's hilarious and then if you want something even funnier with it the uh how did this get made podcast on it was just (laughs) hilarious as well so like we had such a blast doing it i don't know i'd love to uh run a sleepaway camp sleepaway camp fest uh with the dlg community where we watch all of these movies back to back on a weekend Dude, uh, so at, everybody can get their at, sorry at, at dlg con <laughs> i feel like we could use what like some of these shitty movies that bobby has seen probably 10 to 200 times bobby have just you playing seen this? in the background <laughs> of course i've seen this. <laughs> <laughs> seen it. i have the tattoo on my arm sleep away it's a master class it's a master yeah. class i mean the, the first two yeah dude you may three and four i don't know if you want to watch but the first two I, I think I'm, the second one might be my favorite, actually. What about the French really? versions, Bobby? How how would those land? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the French would remake this trash. <laughs> Although they do make some pretty, pretty wild great. movies. Les sleep, les bon voyage. I, I've oh. always thought. Les <laughs> 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 Yikes. Um, I've always thought about maybe doing like a movie night at DLG Con, but I just don't know. It's tough to watch movies with people because like a lot of people don't want to sit there and just stare at a screen for like 90 minutes, two hours or something. So I I, I always thought like, yeah, probably isn't that exactly what a movie is? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in like a setting like DLG Con, I don't know if that would really play too well. Well, it could just be one of the activities. It's like you could go over here and do that, or you could go over here and play Cuphead. We did kind of have that in Vegas. Uh, I think that I want to say Recycled and a few people were playing like anime shows and stuff on Netflix while things were going on. Um, And yeah, I mean, like that would be cool. But I would really love to do, like I said, we all on the weekend or something on a Saturday, like the community where we just watch them all like on discord together because i'm sure the chat for the voice channel will just be popping and hilarious <laughs> so mm-hmm. like i said we can kind of have a little sleepaway camp with dlg con but virtual well, if we did something at dlg con we could do like a, a video game movie like a real cheesy one i've got the uh the original morton and jankel cut of uh, super mario brothers with all the footage put back in could rock that maybe street fighter that's a good Ooh, one. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, I like that. I was noticing, uh, Christian, you probably know more about this than anybody, uh, the Discord activities, just like things that you can do within Discord. I was like kind of shocked. Um, you could go to YouTube and you can do a watch party on YouTube. It's all built into Discord now. Um, you, there's a lot of like, uh, you know, when we talk about game night games, they have a putt-putt golf game. They have like all this stuff that's just built right into discord yeah i don't know how good they are but there's a lot there's like at They're least good, 10 to 15 activities yeah we've been starting to do cool. that for our like work bonding 
like sessions like go in discord and play a discord activity and there's never been any like technical issues it's plug and play just someone has to have nitro um yeah it's awesome oh, just one of the one of the people that's it yeah whoever's hosting the activity just needs nitro um which is pretty nice. pretty cool yeah. yeah that's well, if great. people want to be part of our Discord, they can check that out at dlgaming.net. And that's really where it's happening, people. All the fun stuff, all the talk, all the conversations. Uh, you definitely want to be a part of that. Um, so dlgaming.net and join the Discord. Now 100% creep free, right? Can we guarantee right. that? <laughs> at we least can. 99%. Right. Until we go to sleepaway camp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bobby out. just walked in and he said, that's how you do segues and dropped a mic. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, you don't need to overcomplicate them. Um, we also want to give a quick shout out to Recycled subscribing for the 58th month in a row. Wow, Damn, dude. homie, almost at five years, dog. Damn. Good job, that's man. insane. And I, nice. as I say every time, he was our first subscriber, so we know how long we've been streaming on Twitch, and not just that, but also helping us with our sound if we sound any better it's because recycled did a, a tutorial video just for us here you idiots here's <laughs> what stop you, blowing my eardrums out yeah. you fuckers yeah. <laughs> stop sucking yeah thank yeah, you that's pretty great. you're a pivotal Nic- moment of our I mean, you're a pivotal pillar of our community nicholas are you ready to pitch each other a total war game yes i do i am i have yes i do actually i actually am <laughs> I, I've been thinking about this for the flight over here, and then I've been, yeah, I got oh, it. God. Okay, cool. So uh, mine is uh, Total War uh, Micronesia. Uh, you control uh, bacteria, and you're trying to invade someone's body. There's 12 factions. You got your red blood cells. You have your lymph nodes. Uh, and, you know, the you have cancer. So you're fighting over the map is a body. The kingdom is a body and you can like control the brain, you know, get some more resources, like Ozzy and Drix, but total war. That's my pitch. I I want a total war game that goes day to day instead of like month to month or like season to season, like some of the other ones. I want total war colonies. I want no rules, just no formations of armies just absolute chaos of just like hillbillies just people colonizing the new world (laughs) and you just have the abs like ah yes your regiment of sharpshooters are now intoxicated because they hate their fucking lives and their families (laughs) so hey they're they're 90 percent shittier at shooting now (laughs) that's that's what i want but i like the mycology (laughs) a lot that's dope but um I think we're going to be moving on to listener questions now, Bobby. This is your segment. Let's hear that sexy, sexy Bobby voice. Oh, boy. All right. Listener questions. We've got a few here. First one is from Pyronical. He says, the year is 2034. You're 11 years older. Orconius was lost at sea and never heard from again. Bobby finally got married and divorced. Diablo 5 just came out. Is the podcast still going? Unfortunately, probably. Yeah, probably. I'm pretty <laughs> sure... I'm pretty sure we're going to be doing this for uh, way, way longer than uh, anybody wants us to, unfortunately. Like, I'll be sitting here with everyone else will be dead. It'll just be me. My mic's not even plugged in. I'm still rambling into into it. It's like so, we can, you'll, you'll have but Nick should we? In the Warhammer corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not getting any better. This is, we, we've hit top peak performance. After that YouTube video, that... 
<laughs> he gave us that's it. This is it. This is it. So uh, don't don't hang around if you're looking for more than this. That's that we we've we've arrived already. It's only gonna go as my brain cells as I kill them every episode over and over and over. <laughs> I'm only gonna. Oh. It's legit like genocide. I don't think you understand how much this man drinks. Um, no, I'm just kidding. It's it's a pretty it's a pretty tame amount. Maybe like one drink a night, if that. But uh, I I think that will be still be running. Um, I think I'll be more of a more of a like a visitor, maybe like once a month kind of guy. But if you guys still want me on, I'll still be here. I love talking about random bullshit. So especially when it has to do with video games. Uh, I love doing this show. I love the listeners. I love the other castmates. I love the producer and the producer's cats. Um, so it's, you know, I I like being part of something that you can just have constructive criticism as well as fun while doing it. So, um, yeah, thank you guys. That's really sweet. Mm. Yeah, I'll probably right. still be around. I love the community too damn much. All right, next question from Warconius. If you developed a survival crafting game that was based on the Lion King and you had to, to discover prides of lions, how terrible would that be? Better or worse game than a game based on Gollum from Lord of the Rings? So this goes back to last week when we were pitching ideas for survival cl- uh, crafting games that were not zombie games. And uh, Emilio mentioned the Lion King. and We all scratched <laughs> our heads on how that could work. Um and what's what is going on with this Gollum game? Because I have heard really bad things. Bro, it is bad. For those who just want a quick like six minute like like a video of explaining why it's bad and how it's bad, just watch the donkey video. Um essentially the game is just not coded well at all. Um you get discovered while people are just, like uh directly in front of you or directly behind you with their turn backs turn. Levels won't load, the game won't load, the game looks like it's made out of peanut butter half the time. Um they promised like all these kind of different conversation points and reactions. That didn't work. The level devi- design is like straight caca. Like there there's a whole laundry list of why this is the worst game of the year so far. Um, and it's not worth the you know the the current price tag, let alone probably even five dollars. Like mm-hmm. the the game's not just bad; it's not functional, really. So, it seems like a good idea, like a stealth game based on Gollum. But yeah, that's too bad. I mean, he's like, yeah. dude, you you're better off making fucking a, a movie about Pippin. I mean, like a fucking game about Pippin. Like at this point, like there's Gollum is not the most <laughs> exciting character in the world. <laughs> at all but like it's it's stealth but it's not even that good of stealth like there's nintendo 64 games that have better stealth mechanics in this game so i gotta disagree well, with you uh, <laughs> a little bit man i feel like uh the story of lord of the rings at least the, the that trilogy is largely the story of Gollum. he's kind of like more important than um just about it the, the camera happens to be on the fellowship but more go- more is going on with Gollum than uh, he destroys the ring. Most right? characters, his ultimate yeah. choice ends all evil in a way. Yeah, so you can fuck right off. Wrong again, Nick. God, stupid oh. Pippin, are you fucking well, kidding no. me? No way, dude. No way. 
Well, I feel like a a Lion King uh, crafting survival would be better than that game, or at least if they could just execute it, you know, but I, I would want to be Rafiki though, not like, you know, a lion. Like if I could just make a whole, uh, you know, a whole little village of basically other Rafikis and run around and just bop people right on the head. I think that would be really (laughs) a fun time, dude. So what what you're telling me (laughs) you want to do is be a baboon who hits people in the head with a stick. All right, we yes. found the next indie game for Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does remind me of a, of a little story that I didn't tell you guys while Tag Loro and I were camping. We had a very fat fucking raccoon, raccoon uh, try and encroach on our camp and wouldn't stop until Tag took the fire poker stick and Rafiki bopped it right on the head. And it... <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. It was it was wild. And it, it scared the shit out of the raccoon and he finally ran away. But this thing, like, it was like the fourth time it kept trying to come into our camp. And at one point, Tag is just eating a hot dog. And I just see this hand coming into view. <laughs> not fucking, it's just it's this fat fucking raccoon again, just reaching for Tag Laurel's hot dog. And he's like, he's like, hold on to my hot dog. And he grabs a flashlight and then grabs the fire stick and just wails it right on the top of the head. And the thing, yeah, the thing was not happy and ran away. But it was good. As far as I know, it didn't die. So no raccoons were, well, he probably, hopefully he wasn't harmed that much. But no hot dogs were really harmed in this story. So... He was harmed, but only the appropriate amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Just a little bob. Yeah, you know, it's funny at at work. uh, If you get there very early or you're there very late, yeah, just an army of raccoons come in, and they're looking for you know all the food that people leave all day, and uh, you know you do the hey get out of here, and you know nine out of ten. But every once in a while, there's a fat one that like. He's just the way he got fat is not listening to humans, and he'll just square up with you like he's six feet tall, two hundred forty. Like pounds. he's the monster in the walls yeah. of the new amnesia game. Yeah, he, yeah. he just keeps fucking coming. There's nothing you can hide from. <laughs> yeah. At language school, we had really, really brave raccoons, and eventually the Marines figured out if you give them uh, gummy bears that have been soaked in. Uh, in in booze, they'll never come back. They'll just watch from afar, just waiting for more gummy bears. Oh my god! <laughs> they, there's like a little porch, and they literally just have their like noses right above the little the little like first step, and they're like, "Drop a French fry, drop a French fry, you fat piece of shit, please." And then they, they just grab it. It's fucking scary as shit. It's wild. Uh, Christian, do you have raccoons in Canada or does this sound like a mythical creature? No, in Toronto, that's the only time I've seen a raccoon. We don't have them here, but yeah, trash pandas. And the only thing scarier to like the idea of a raccoon causes fear in my heart. But the only thing scarier than that is like an army of drunk raccoons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. All right, next question from Brennan47. I've noticed you guys mentioned Star Wars Rebellion a fair bit and even Galactic Battlegrounds, but I haven't heard much about Empire at War. Am I missing something or am I just one of the few that find that to be a fantastic game as well? I played some Empire at War today after reading this question because, uh, yeah, it. after playing Star Wars Rebellion, I went back to it and I realized they were going for the 2.0 version of Star Wars Rebellion, but in my opinion, they missed the mark a little bit. They traded graphics for, I think, some tactics, uh, and they made it a little bit more casual. So the modding scene kind of makes up for that, but 
they go way too intense. You know, they're adding like 20 different resources and the UI elements are not optimized for this. Yeah, I have to like click through five menus to find it. So I don't know. Of course, you're wrong. It's 97% positive, dude. You're wrong. Everything you just said is wrong. It could be wrong. It could be wrong. But, you know, I want to be in the minority that hates games like Diablo and Star Wars Empire at War. Sorry, Brennan, but so edgy. Yeah, he does talk about the mods um, being good for that game. I never played Empire at War. I was slightly aware of it. I didn't even play that much Galactic Battlegrounds. Uh, but he also has another comment. He says, also, Sniper, how young are you to have never seen or barely heard of Mommy, I Miss the Plane? Love you guys. Keep the bird walks going. Uh, <laughs> Mommy, I Miss the Plane. We talked about this, I think, last week. That, that's the, the French title for Home Alone. Yeah, and we we're all pretty shocked that... Christian had, had missed that John Hughes classic. Well, I, I have you? heard of uh, Papa J'ai manqué le bateau, but it's just, you know, Mommy, I Missed the Plane. I don't know. must have been a different version or something. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Bobby, um, so th- it, this is an old game that nobody cares about that's really good, and it's Star Wars. You're not interested? Maybe if you weren't playing Diablo, huh? Yeah, maybe. I am kind of interested. I, I would check that game out. Empire at War. I might even have it on Steam. If, but a lot of those games that are older like that, they have really high reviews because people are very nostalgic for them. So it just automatically gets upvoted. It's not really an accurate portrayal of how good the game is. I I remember I didn't even like Galactic Battlegrounds. I I just thought like, oh, this is um, Age of Empires, it, but Star Wars. Uh, I don't know about that. Dude. <laughs> okay. This this from the Gungan player. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a viable civilization. You watch your that's racist, <laughs> Christian. Dude, this has like mods based on Thrawn. That's pretty sweet. I, 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 I'm I really surprised say- you're not into this, man. Well, I. It's just too comp. The mod that they made for Thrawn is awesome. It has all the expanded universe content in it. It has Penstar alignment, Haps Consortium, you know, all the people in the books. But it's just because, like, the game is meant to have 25 planets and they're giving me 170, you know, and it has the same mechanics. It's too much. It's it for me. It's too much for me. But if you're out there enjoying it, um, go fuck yourself. I mean, have a good time. Awesome. Good. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> Let's get to the next meatball, please. All right. Um, some more questions <laughs> from Warconius. He says, Oh Lord, does Starfield look perfect? Are you hyped for it? The ship customization alone gets me rock hard. Gross. Uh, what feature did you like <laughs> most from the Starfield direct? Uh, I, I like the ship customization as well. The only thing that I really wish for it is that it's like FTL where certain systems can shut down and you can get like an auto death and things like that. Um, I think all ship building should be like FTL. Um, I missed that game. Where's FTL two? Oh shit guys. Yeah. Sorry. Th- this is way, this is a bird walk, but I was doing a brewery biking tour in Edmonton and I was going to all these breweries and the last brewery we went to, I was really wasted. And I look up and like a shining beacon, they have a beer called FTL based on the game. They had little icon from the game and everything. No. Yeah. And I looked to my left and wow. I looked to my right and I said, FTL, that's great. Isn't it guys? 
and everyone like blank stares all around people at the bar don't know what i'm talking about and i I, I asked the bartender i'm like ftl i can't believe you based that on the game and he was like yeah just like in a way i knew he didn't (laughs) he didn't get there was no emotional connection it's crazy it's my number one like well it was for a long time if somebody's like just getting into pc gaming or whatever i'm like ftl that's where it's at I mean, if you have a shitty computer, it'll run on anything. It's kind of a deep cut these days. Like, not a lot of people know about that game. I mean, it was popular at the time. I remember being at the gym and watching a guy play that on the iPad. That was my first roguelike, I think. Hmm. Interesting. It wasn't popular at the bar. Then everyone made fun of me, and I had to leave. They started throwing stuff at me, paper plates. Wow. So your answer (laughs) about Starfield is, uh, we wish it was FTL. Yeah, no. Uh, I really the I watched like ten seconds of the gameplay and it looked very very good. But um, you know, I got to watch the rest of it. I'm just excited uh, for the open world exploration and all of that stuff. Also, too, like I was saying and mentioning a little bit earlier, and kind of Nick was talking about too. I love the little like golden nuggets that they'll put in. Like, yeah, they do have the um the number one fan from Oblivion coming back as like the grand champion little fan that you can have in Starfield as well. And so like I linked a, a little article for you, Christian, in Riverside chat uh, about about it. And it's so he looks like just like him. Like he looks just like the adoring fan, but instead of a wood elf, is just like a dude in Starfield, which I think is going to be hilarious and awesome. Um, and so I guess there was a segment in the character creation where there is an in-game trait called like hero worshipped. And so it's supposed to be like the annoying fan will show up randomly and just jabber at you. So that's definitely Bobby's worst nightmare, but he will give you gifts. So (laughs) such a cute trait. And so I'm really looking forward to seeing what other kind of like little things like that, that they have in this game. Cause I'm I'm sure they've got them. I feel like that trait itself, it's going to lead to a bunch of other uh, Easter eggs. Maybe yeah. some of the gifts he gives you have something to do with something like a horned helm or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. Last question from Warconius here. Xbox and Sega are partnering are part, really tight. Uh, any history or interest, any history or interest in the Atlas and Yakuza games? No, nope. 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 <laughs> Never heard of Atlas. <laughs> Sorry, Warco. <laughs> is Atlas is that anime? Is that like an anime game? They both start with an A. Well, I would imagine that it's a Sega game because I think no, a. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're clicking around. We're like, searching the internet. <laughs> We're stumbling over this uh, question like Bobby I, stumbled I, over the pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, it's all anime <laughs> stuff. Okay. Then, yeah, def- definitely not. You know, I'm not a fan. Speaking of anime, anime Mila has completely become an anime fan over the last four days or so. Thanks to me, I'm a I'm a terrible fucking influence. I bought her a Kindle, and she's read read like 18 chapters of Demon Slayer. It's it's the best. Nice. And she's watching the Miyazaki films, right? <laughs> Miyazaki films for those who don't speak old. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, folks, I think that's an episode. What's everybody playing next week? 
Diablo, Diablo 4. 4. Diablo, Diablo 4. 4. <laughs> yeah. Although I really want to play some Elder Scrolls online Necrom because Necrom came out at the same fucking day as Diablo 4, which is tragic. But like, I'd like to play yeah. some of that as well. Yeah, it's tough. Anything, like I said, Street Fighter 6 is... You know, great game. Nobody cares. Fucking, yeah, I'm sure that DLC is great. Nobody cares. Like, Diablo 4 is just shitting all over it. Uh, I read a thing where fucking uh, Whoopi Goldberg fell for the ads. I guess she's a gamer. And she she bought it, and she didn't know she needed a computer. So she needs to get a computer now to play it. Because well, she bought the PC ham. version. Yeah, they're going crazy, They're going ham on the ads. Well, I mean, just even, you know, even manipulating, like, the wildfire so that way it actually looks like hell in New York when they're advertising Welcome to Hell. Mm. I mean, that is just, like, top-tier ads. Like, it's... (laughs) No, it's terrible, but... End times. (laughs) It's a sign. You guys are playing a game where the marketing department is arsonists, you know? Doesn't that weigh on your conscience? It's not the worst thing Blizzard has done, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) All right. True. (laughs) Uh, speaking uh, for Bobby, Amanda, Nick, and myself, uh, tid, Diablo titties that Christian's never going to touch. He's just, he won't take the dive. He's a good yeah. Christian, oh boy. Yeah. He is. Diablo. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Ha, ha, ha.